0: You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvicecoaching.com. And on today's episode, I have a great conversation with Coach Eric, one of the coaches over here at TripAdvice. Me and him do a podcast about every month, every six weeks or so. It's been a while since we have done one just because schedules have been a little crazy, but we finally made some time, got together, and talked about the prompts to never use on your dating profile. So If you don't know about prompts... And that means you're probably not on Hinge or Bumble because those are the two different dating apps that have what's called a prompt. And we go into a little bit more of what that is, but let's just say it's the questions that the dating apps give you that you answer instead of filling out a bio. Although Bumble does have both, Hinge only has prompts. There are some prompts That you should never use. And it's interesting because I never thought about this in the way that Eric explains it. So I'm really glad that we were able to have this conversation, teach you, help you understand why some of these prompts are not helpful for you, and then tell you what to do. And also give you some good advice on how to actually fill out the prompts so that you get more matches. That's the whole point. So I want you to listen. Carefully, I want you to take notes and I want you to implement the things that we talk about here today. Coach Eric and my other coach Jamal are ready to work with you one on one to help you with exactly what to put in your dating profile, exactly what to put on your prompts, your bio, what pictures to use, how to message. We have a whole system over here at TripAdvice that's getting guys insane results. If you don't believe me, if you go over to tripadvicecoaching.com, scroll down a little bit, you'll see real life examples of guys who have gotten results in the program. Guys who have taken the program, have seen results, and ready to talk to you about the results that they've seen. Check out those videos at tripadvicecoaching.com. And if that piques your interest and you need help and you want someone to do it for you so you don't have to do it all alone, book a call with my team. On that page, TripAdviceCoaching.com, you'll see a place where you can actually book a free call with my team to learn more about coaching to see, is this something that is going to help you? and If it is, we can talk about how it works to get you signed up to get your own personal one-on-one coach. Don't do this alone, folks. If you're struggling, get the help that you need. Okay? All right. Now is my discussion and advice giving with Eric here it is, talking about those prompts to never use.
1: Hello, Coach Eric. What's going on, man? Hello, Trip. I'm having a great day. It's summer. Good weather. How are you? Yes. Yeah. You
0: Portlandians love your freaking summer. Well, us Chicagoans do
1: too, I guess. That's right. That's right. It's our uh, three months where we don't have to deal with uh, depression, so we're happy. <laughs> well,
0: it's been a few months since we've done an episode together, so I'm very excited to, to do one here because every single one that we do, I really enjoy. I feel like you have a lot to teach. People learn a lot, and what makes it fun is you always come with a topic And I have no idea what it is. And that kind of makes it fun for me. So why don't you tell us what is the topic for today?
1: Absolutely. And I choose my topics based on kind of the common repeating theme that I'm noticing with the clients I work with. So if I ever decide, hey, this seems to be a big problem for a lot of people this Mm -hmm. week, I better do something about it, record a podcast. So, today's topic is going to be all about Hinge and how to tackle those annoying, pesky prompts that... They oh, really I knew you were going to say that. I, I As you said,
0: tackle, I'm like, he's going to say prompts. That's great because I, I have some good advice there as well. So, I think that we'll be able to combine forces and and also, let's be
1: real for a second. It's not just Hinge. Bumble has prompts too. That's right. and And... Look, here's my take on prompts in general. I happen to think they do more harm than good because the prompts that they give you are some of them are inherently harmful. They're negative and they kind of prompt you, so to speak, to say bad things that could hurt you. The thing about you mentioned Bumble, the thing about Bumble prompts, and in fact, most prompts for any dating app, with the exception of Hinge, is that these prompts are optional. However, It's not always readily apparent. So when you're setting up a Bumble profile, you can actually go to the bottom and you can bypass. Unfortunately, if you already included some prompts and you have a setup Bumble, it's not going to let you delete them. The only solution there is to change that prompt to a different one or to reset your profile and start fresh. But I happen to prefer the method when possible to just simply freeform write a bio about yourself you don't have to go by their frame or their structure. I'll explain that a little more. The thing about Hinge here is none of this is optional. You have to use three prompts. Exactly. Profile, and a lot of them are dangerous. So we'll talk about that. Is it only
0: three? What's the rules now? They change it so much. So is it that you're only able to do up to three? Three is the max. You have to do three. You can do more. Like what? What
1: is it right now? With Hinge, you have to do exactly three, no less. And you not Can you, you do more? You cannot. Okay. So, okay. Right. Like you said, exactly three. Okay. So the issue we're seeing here is some. A lot of my clients, a lot of people I talk to, they're they're okay at writing profiles. They're they're starting to get it, and you can always refine that over time. But then Hinge tried to you know revolutionize that process. revolutionize. We'll put in in air quotes there. And they introduced this curveball, prompts, right? And then a lot of people don't know how to really intelligently deal with them. So we're going to talk about that today because you can no longer be freeform when you're forced to use those prompts. You have to pick some questions and it's it's their questions. You don't get to write your own, right? It's what Hinge prescribes. I would love to have been in the
0: ideas room when Hinge came up with that because... You're right. They did revolutionize that. They are the first dating app, at least that I'm aware of, out of the major dating apps that said, We're not, you're not doing a bio. You just have to answer these questions. Mm-hmm. So I'd be curious to hear, and I have like a theory of my own of why maybe that's the case. Well, one, for one, there are people out there who don't fill out a bio. There are some people that, right? isn't Or do you have to have a bio? Like on Tinder, I don't think you have to have something in your bio. It could be just pictures.
1: I don't think you do. Um, if, if you do, it would be like a very minimal character limit. You can write one sentence and then they allow it to post. But the, again, they change it so frequently, it's really hard to keep up.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm, I'm trying to keep up myself here. And I can imagine in that room where they're coming up with ideas, it's like, okay, how do we force people to explain something interesting about themselves. Because I don't know, I'm just guessing they were in a room and they thought, man, people's bios are really boring. So how can we make it more interesting? And the way that they tried to do that was have all these examples of things people could say, which are the prompts in themselves, right? Maybe also for anyone who's not on Hinge, because we have clients sometimes that come to us, they've never been on Hinge before. So Did you explain exactly what a prompt is?
1: Yeah. So a prompt is just a question. Okay. So you get to pick a list of questions that they give to you. Okay. It's options. Give an example of a couple of them. One of the ones is weirdest gift I've ever received. That's a prompt. And then you get to fill out an answer. What's the weirdest gift or most spontaneous thing I've done. Okay, so they they do have a limit on the options there. It's not like you get to write your own question or write your own prompt. You have to choose from their list. Okay, and there's a lot too. I'm, I'm working with a client
0: right now, and and I always help them write their hinge prompts. So what what I do, my process is. I don't want to write it for them because I want them to start it off in their own words and their own experiences. right? I don't know what their most spontaneous experience is. So I have them pick out a bunch of them and they write it and then I'll go in and edit it or I'll I'll say, okay, let's not use this one or this one's better. And just recently, one of our clients sent me a long list and it's like, wow, there's a lot of prompts to choose from. It's actually in my opinion, too many prompts to choose from. They should not have that many. It just, it it gets overwhelming. So I can imagine a guy going on there is, I mean, I remember when I went on there, it's like, you you go on there, it's just so many. You're like, what do I choose? How do I pick? How do I know the right ones?
1: Hopefully today we can solve that overwhelm. We are indeed going to solve it because I have a very good method. I'll get into it. I, I, I think a lot of people who know me on this podcast, they, they know that I tend to take a lot of my data from women directly because I, I used to do this service where I distributed profiles to women and get feedback from them, statistical feedback. So everything I talk about actually comes from populations of women. right? And that's where I get a lot of my knowledge and my information and my method. So um, yeah, let's do this. Let's make Hinge a little bit less overwhelming here. And I think I'm going to get to the thesis here, how to write a good hinge profile. There's one really good trick I have that I love to teach my clients. I'm I'm the only one who's ever thought of it, I'm sure. And I will give that here. But before I do that, it's important to start with what you don't do, the types of prompts you don't want to use. And because there's so many prompts to choose from and it's overwhelming anyway, it's always nice to be able to do a little bit of process of elimination there, narrow down, filter out our options. That way it's easier for you to think. So uh, why don't we talk about, I've got three of them. There's basically three types of prompts you are never going to use. So the first one you never want to use is you never want to use a negative prompt And what that means, to be clear, I call it negative. It doesn't just mean sad. It does mean sad. You don't want to use that. But it literally, I call it negative because it literally means subtraction. You don't want to talk about anything that subtracts or detracts from your life. Okay, you want to use a positive direction there. Instead of what are you running from, what are you running towards? Okay, so let's see. I'm going through the prompts right now. And let's, let's just see what, before we do that, I want to ask you, yeah, this
0: begs the question, why, right? I mean, it might seem obvious to people, but maybe we dive into that just for a quick second. Like why, why, why does it have to be positive? Why can't we do negative? Maybe there's going to be women out there who I'm playing devil's advocate here. Maybe there's women out there who will relate more to your negative prompt. You know, what's the reason?
1: The reason is because any sort of negativity has a way of painting you as unattractive and it virtually does not matter what the topic is about. You know, if, if you were to, for, well, for okay, there's a couple of elements to this. For one, you could have, say, a, a, a triggering memory that you've kind of implanted in her by talking about this. I know that sounds funny, but let's just say there's one of these prompts that says, uh, one thing I'll never do again get super drunk at that festival and vomit all over the place. For example, she could be now pairing you. And so I I've seen that. I've seen that in profiles, right? You're right. That hinge prompt, there is no way out of that in
0: terms of being negative. Like that hinge prompt only lends itself to one of your regrets.
1: Exactly. And the thing is, it may seem like a funny story to you in hindsight, but what's happening here, she, she's associating you as an alcoholic perhaps, or she's had an experience where dating someone like that who just drank too much. So just by sharing that, that negative thing, something you're never going to do again, uh, yeah, you could be triggering something for her. And, and I know that word is kind of charged. We overuse the word trigger a whole lot, but that's what could be happening here if she has experiences and associations. And and the other reason is because it, it has a way, when you get into these negative prompts, a lot of them end up being discriminatory in some way. So an example of a negative prompt, you should not go out with me if this, that's the prompt. You should not date me if this. You don't have, you, you could say, let's just say your answer is, you don't have your finances together. There, there's a lot of, I totally understand the notion. Of course, you want to date someone financially responsible. There's a lot of women out there though, who have great careers, but they're thinking, you know, that's not really fair. I've got a lot of friends who they're, they're still working on some stuff. They're changing directions. This guy kind of seems like a jerk. He doesn't want to date anyone who's redeveloping themselves or going through a transition. Women will really overinterpret stuff like that. And it, it, the big one I see a lot in Portland, for whatever reason, is you should not go out with me if you smoke pot. We have a lot of pot smokers here because of the culture and the legality. And it's it's not a big deal for the most part. But again, that girl, she's thinking, wait a minute. Every now and then I like to relax and, and have a joint once a year. right? But that right there, that is just, wow, this guy seemed like a really good fit for me. But, oh, no, I guess it's a deal breaker. He doesn't do pot smokers. And that's it. Or she's thinking, what a jerk. I've got friends who smoke pot. They're wonderful people. Why would I want to date this guy? So stay away from negativity. Instead, choose positivity. You do want to date someone with this, right? This is what you're looking for, that type of thing. Much more attractive by nature. Yeah. And I think at the
0: end of the day, the bigger bigger overall picture here is you're trying to as a man, right, you, you want to increase your volume. So I think what Eric is trying to help you with today with trying not to be negative is if you say something negative or you do something wrong that could be easily fixed on your profile, then you're creating a smaller pool of options. And as you know, as a man, if you don't know already, if you're not on the apps, it's a lot harder to be on the apps as a man and try to get matches. So we want to do less filtering on the apps and more filtering in person, right? Get on the date. If there's something you really don't like, like if pot is something, for example, that you really you don't want to be with anyone who even smokes one joint a year, who even thinks about it. Okay, that's fine. Filter for that on the date then. Talk about that on the date, not on the app. Give yourself more opportunities to get more dates and then filter from there because you're going to increase your pool so much more if you follow what Eric's saying in terms of the negativity rule.
1: I'm a big fan when it comes to like deal breakers, non-negotiables, um, with certain exceptions. I'm a big fan of not taking the app too seriously on that, hook them in, get on a date, Enjoy your day to have fun. And then if you find out there's an incompatibility there, of course, you have to address it or, or maybe you can't see that person, but you don't want to do that too much in the matching process. Yeah, exactly. How about number two here? Another type of prompt you don't want to use. You don't want to use anything that is either too far in the past or in the future. In other words, you want to use ones that are present-oriented. Okay. Okay, the point behind that is you're supposed to be describing yourself who you are right now. I, I see this a lot where someone says, oh, I have, I have this interest, um, really love salsa dancing. And then I talk to them and it turns out they haven't done it in 10 years. So it was something they took a few classes on a while ago. And at, at some point that actually betrays you. If you go on the date with the girl and and she thinks you're a salsa dancer and you have something in common, and then you reveal, well, actually, no, I don't really do it. I, I did it when I was a kid or I did it 20 years ago or whatever, you've already lost her. Right? You and she may even think you're just blatantly lying, if not embellishing. So it's very dangerous when we go too far into the past. Okay. okay. Sometimes I see this a lot with clients. They're like, oh, I, I really love to travel. And then I, you know, I asked them, okay, where what's your favorite destination? They're like, well, I've been to Spain once when I was seven years old, but I, I remembered a little, it was pretty cool. I'm like, okay, but she's not <laughs> dating your past self. She's dating yeah. you right now. What are you up to now? That's what she wants to
0: know. Right. Does that really describe you? It just doesn't, you know. Why not just use some things that are actually you and it just becomes easier to connect in person or even over the apps. Like imagine you say that and she asks you about travel and then you're like, uh, then you're stuck. Doesn't look too good.
1: That's right. Look, if it's not relevant to you right now, don't even claim it. There's no harm in that. Okay. We all have things we've done before, but this is dangerous because it makes it seem like you're embellishing, like you're, you're claiming you have an interest that you just don't really have anymore. And it's going to come out as weak. If, if not over the app and the text exchange, then when you get her on a date, eventually that will betray you, that embellishment. So don't go there. Talk about the things you're doing now. I also say don't go too far into the future with that. So skip the prompts that say a life goal of mine or one thing I'd really like to do one day. Yeah. I'd love to go to Antarctica one day. I'd love to travel every country in South America one day. I don't know when that's going to happen or if it's ever going to happen. So the future stuff, unless you really have things that are just brewing in the process and are set to occur, I would stay away from that too, because it does not describe who you are right now, the guy that she actually is looking to date.
0: Yeah. To me, it's just not as interesting it's going to be more interesting to hear about who you are today than something you want to do in the future.
1: Yeah, that's right. that's she's yeah, she's wondering, who is this person I might be going on a date with, not who's the future self? and And we all know people make a lot of goals and plans and they you know they never really occur, and, and you know that's okay, right? but let's not claim that. That's not building who we are right now. Okay, so stay away from those prompts that take you too far into the past. Or too far into the future. Keep it in the present, okay? So again, one of those prompts would be a life goal of mine, something I hope to do. Or or there's this one on Hinge, give me travel tips for dot, 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 fill in the blank. Don't even do it. You haven't been to that country. Who really cares? Anything that's too far in the future or the past, okay? Let's just stay away from there. I like it. Great. Number three, do not use any of the prompts. That do not directly describe who you are. They're not directly related or relevant to who you are. This is important. So there's plenty of examples of this on Hinge. One of them is let's debate this topic. Oh, okay. Oh God. Yeah. Dicey. Not only could that maybe lead to, you know, a, a deal breaker because you find out you have a major difference. But that, that honestly just doesn't say anything about who you are. Okay, She still doesn't know if you have matching personalities, similar interests. Another one would be guess the song or guess the song lyric. Okay, You can insert a song lyric. She probably doesn't know what it is. <laughs> Gentlemen, listening to this, I am not exaggerating when I've done the research here. These are the numbers. Depending on the size of your city... Okay, a mid-sized city such as Portland, Oregon, or Denver. She's literally going through 2,000 profiles per month. And in larger cities, it could be up to 6,000. Okay, so wow. she doesn't she doesn't have time to guess your song. She doesn't have time to look up the lyric or to play these games or to guess the movie quote. Any of those prompts that don't actually describe who you are directly and they're just about something kind of random or irrelevant – not going to help you because she's only spending seconds on your profile. And she either identified with it or she's moving on. She's not going to research or waste valuable mental energy trying to figure it out.
0: Yeah, I mean, think of what you're doing. How thorough are you really being on the apps or the profiles that you're looking at? You're probably going through it fairly fast. So do you really think she's going to sit there and try to guess the lyric? that she probably doesn't even know. Also, that's a to me when I hear that prompt, that's a waste of a prompt because what does that prompt say about you? I mean, I guess it says about you that you like a specific band. Wouldn't it just be better that you actually just put that on a prompt if it calls for it that you're obsessed with a, with a certain band? At least that would say something about you. This doesn't really do that or it takes too much effort to get there. One of the things that we teach at TripAdvice is making sure that it's low effort on her end because of exactly what Eric just said. There are so many profiles that she's going through. There's so many matches that she's getting. There's so many matches that she's messaging. You want to make sure everything is easy to understand, easy to read, easy to get through, Your messaging questions that are easy to answer. We have scripts for that, by the way, that we teach in our coaching program, as well as online domination. But that's the entire thing there is, is ease and making it more seamless for her. What are your thoughts on that, Eric?
1: Yeah, I, I always teach my clients, just imagine she's giving you about 10 seconds. That's it right? So it has to be quick. It has to be very high impact information. You need to be describing yourself and not your favorite movie quote. Okay. You need to actually be talking about what are your passions, your values, your interests, um, your goals, goals, goals are okay. As long as they're reasonably present oriented, again, don't go too big too far into the future. So she wants to know who you are. She's trying to figure out if you're a compatible match, if you guys could date, and when you just have something like, here's my favorite dad joke, or you know, guess this song lyric, okay, she knows you have a joke. She knows you like a song, but she doesn't know what it is. And she didn't actually learn about who you are and what you like to do and what you enjoy and what you value. Yes. Okay, so you got to be really careful there. So to, to kind of summarize this, the three prompts you don't use, do not use anything negative. That means it's a detractor. Don't do it. Keep it positive. This is what you're looking for. Okay. Um, do not use any prompts that are not present oriented too far in the past or too far in the future. If you're not doing it right now, don't claim it and do not use any prompts that are irrelevant or do not directly describe who you are. I like it.
0: Cool. So any tips with our remaining time here of what they should do?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, what we've done here, if you've been listening to this session, you've filtered out some of the bad prompts, which is great. It makes things easier for you. Now you've got a bunch of options to choose. Here's my big tip. This is so simple, so stupidly easy, but it really helps out a lot of the clients here. Okay. The prompt thing, it's, it's a game of question and answer, right? You pick a question and then you write an answer to it. My big ultimate advice for Hinge, my thesis here is to do it backwards. Instead of doing the question first, pretend like the questions don't exist for a bit, the prompts, that is. Think of what you want to put in the profile, your answers, okay? What describes you? Again, values, passions, interests, hobbies, things like that. What describes you? These are your answers. And you're going to work it backwards. Once you have your answers figured out, simply pick the prompt or the question that fit your answer. Okay. One thing you could do is you can write an outline. Everyone really hates writing things about themselves. That's why prompts are so difficult. It's extremely hard to do self-description for everyone across the board. So if you hate this process, you're you're in the same boat as everyone else. Okay. I suggest that people really try to start with an outline. Okay. Just doesn't have to be, you know, a hard form or anything. Just like when you were in college or high school and you had to write essays, they'd have you do a rough draft first. Don't worry about spelling errors or if it's perfect or cohesive or whatever. Um, You can always clean it up later. Write an outline. Think about what are your answers? What do you want women to know about you? Okay, for me, I, I really love rock climbing right now. I'm really into wilderness, backpacking, um, entrepreneurship. These are all things, These personal examples for me. Okay, This is who I am presently. So those are my answers. And then what I do, once I have that outline going, and it could even just be a bullet list of answers you can pluck from, now you work it backwards and you pick the questions. So for example, I really love rock climbing. Okay, that's a popular one for everyone I know. But I really love rock climbing and bouldering. So what's a question, a prompt that would fit that? And I'm reading the prompts right now. One of them is typical Sunday. Oh, typical Sunday. I go out bouldering at the gym. Okay, Or I head out to Smith Rock to do some climbing. So the point is, I started with the information, the answer, and then I simply picked a question that fit that. Let's say another example. One of my answers is entrepreneurship. That's something about me. There's a prompt that says, my greatest strength. That could be a question that fits that. Entrepreneurship, starting businesses. There's another question or prompt that says, I recently discovered that. That could also fit. I recently discovered that I have a knack for entrepreneurship. Something like that. Okay, so that's my best advice. And what this does is it makes sure, it, it ensures that these prompts are now describing who you are and that they're relevant and precise. The prompts that Hinge gives you, there's no inherent power in them. There's nothing inherently attractive about them. It's just all about the information you're putting there. So start with that information, just like in any other profile where you don't have prompts, you would just write something about yourself, right? Do, do that exact process. Start with an outline if you need, and then work it backwards. Pick your answers from your outline and just work back to the question, choose the prompts that happen to fit the answers you want. So we're doing it in reverse.
0: Cool. I'll give my tip now. Sure. To perfectly complement all of your advice here, which is be as specific as possible. That's always my go-to technique with profiles, with prompts is specificity. So for example instead of saying something around the lines of, you're a foodie, well, be more specific about what kind of food you like. I would even try to play around with the lowest common denominator, right? So if you're a foodie, well, what could you say specifically about that? Well, you could say, okay, I really love um, Italian food. Okay, well, be more specific. What kind of Italian food? Okay, maybe you say you like pizza. Okay, well, pizza from where? What type of pizza? Or maybe there was a time you had pizza, a specific type of pizza somewhere interesting that uh, you'll never forget, right? So it's like everything, think about how do you and how can you make it more specific? Because the more specific, the more interesting, right? How many people are going to say that they're a foodie, that they love to travel, that they like watching sports, whatever it may be i want you to stick out and the the more specific you are the more chance you have of sticking out so that's always my very best tip there and uh, i know we're coming to a close here is there any final thoughts you want to say on this eric
1: you know i think we we pretty much covered it all i i might also add in i encourage you for any profile in general keep it about yourself and less about describing the other person as in, you should be this, you should be this, that yeah, kind of thing. that's
0: good. Good tip.
1: The profile is all about you so she can get you know an idea of who you are, right? And it shouldn't be about your list of requirements in a partner. That's not what it's for. It's brief. It's just a quick snapshot. And again, 10 seconds, that's all she's giving you. So it has to be high impact. She has to have a good idea of who you are plus you're probably going to repel a lot of women just by, you know, describing no no i i'm intolerant to this or i'm intolerant to that. Okay, so keep it about yourself.
0: Awesome. Perfect. Guys, We are taking clients right now to help you with this. So if this seems overwhelming to you, if you want to just skip all the BS and know exactly what to put on your prompts in your profile, exactly what pictures to use, how to create a dating profile that's actually getting matches, we have Eric here who is ready to work with you one-on-one and specifically help you with all of your dating apps and guiding you along, and not just creating the profiles and helping you with the prompts, but also helping you with messaging and texting and getting more women on dates, go to TripAdviceCoaching.com right now and book a call with our team. We can talk to you more about how coaching works, how we can help you, and then you can end up working with Eric here. You can even mention when you hop on a call with my team that you heard about this and specifically say you want to work with Eric so you can work on your profile. He is crushing it right now for guys and getting them tons of matches and getting them even more dates than they were able to do before. So go to tripadvicecoaching.com. Eric, I love these, man. I look forward to these. We waited too long to do this. We got to do it again soon. So appreciate you coming on and sharing your wisdom and knowledge.
1: We're always happy to contribute. Always happen to help people out here.
0: Cool. All Thank right. You. We'll talk
1: to you next time. Thanks, guys.